that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass with former WWL meteorologist Dave Nussbaum, but now he's in Birmingham, Alabama. But uh, he's going to tell us about why the, uh, the, the hurricane people in Europe have changed and they're giving up the Greek alphabets. And I think that's a load of hooey. But he'll explain it, and I still disagree with him. But that's okay. So he's traded hurricanes for, for tornadoes up there in Bammy, and he'll tell us about that too. Right here on the Spudcast, talking out my ass with Dave Nussbaum right after this. Spud here. On Friday, two friends told me they had COVID. Monday evening, I started feeling punky. Tuesday morning at 6.30, I was at Rapid Urgent Care getting tested, and by 7 o'clock, I was quarantined. Don't fool around. If you have any symptoms, let the professionals at Rapid Urgent Care diagnose your condition. They've got you covered with eight clinics from Baton Rouge to Bogalusa, from Metairie to Mandeville. You can even visit a doctor online. Mask up and get yourself and your loved ones tested at Rapid Urgent Care. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find the clinic nearest you. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. And we're talking to my buddy Dave Nussbaum. And you notice how hip I am because I started all this by saying and. Everybody who starts a thing going and or so, then they're like hip and happening. So, (laughs) So I'm talking to Dave Nussbaum, you know. Anyway, hey Dave, how you been? Hey, good, good. How are you? Just, you know, trying to stay in front of the parade instead of behind the horses. Or actually trying to get to a parade so I can even see if there's horses. Well, yeah. <laughs> lately uh, COVID's kind of keeping all that at bay, huh? Everything's at bay because of that. But, you know, well, you now, you in Birmingham now, they don't have much of a Mardi Gras over there, do they, Sue? What, you have to come visit or what? Yeah, I'd have to come back and visit. They do have king cakes here, found that. Uh, so there's a huge push for crawfish up here. Lots of crawfish boils up here. So really? it is up here. Uh, a lot of people, there's a couple companies that will go down to Louisiana, buy them, and then truck them up here. And then so people can buy them for crawfish boils. And they're definitely more expensive here because oh, of that. Because of that. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, shoot, they're like 540 a pound boiled right now, roughly. There's some places more expensive than that. $7 a pound here boiled. Well, so, gas has gone up. Yeah, yeah, as I say, it makes sense. You got to ship them up here, or yeah. try, you know, someone has to pick them up and then bring them back alive. So, yeah, you know. January the twentieth, gas went up. So anyway, 
<laughs> anyway, ain't going down that path because that's not what I asked you to join yep, me for. Nope. Nope, nope, ain't going to do it. But what I am going to talk about is one of the things that you're good at, we talked about before, is hurricanes. And not just the red drinks, which unfortunately, see, the bad thing about a hurricane, really and for true, is all that sugar. And that's why you end up with such a hangover when you get schnockered drinking those things. You know? Man, she just stand up. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, I didn't know I had vertigo. You know, yeah. you know what? I was at uh, I was at Pato's years and years and years ago in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And Andre the Giant was sitting. We were in the back. because There was a, a group of friends. And uh-huh. anytime one of us got engaged, was going to get married, we'd all go to Pato's and we get the gigantic drink, you know, the big yeah. with the with the three foot tall glass or whatever. Yeah. And then they would take the glass and go home and whatever. Uh, so we're over there for one of my friends getting uh, got engaged, and Andre the Giant was back there drinking. Oh and, wow! And uh, and he was. We didn't go over and bother him, you know, because yeah. we were scared. But <laughs> <laughs> because he was holding. He was drinking a, a hurricane out of a regular hurricane glass, and he was holding it at the bulb at the bottom, and his fingers overlapped. And I went, oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I ain't giving him no trouble at all. You no. Know? Anyway, but, but I mean, I know he, he looked, and he looked like he was having a good time. We weren't having a good time, so everybody's having a good time, and everybody's going to have a really bad sugar hangover tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's what that's all about. But speaking of hurricanes, that's that's why I called you because I saw this I saw this article, and uh, how they're they're not going to do the Greek alphabet names anymore because and the argument is what that they can't retire those names or what's the deal? So we've only ever had twice in history had to do the Greek alphabet two thousand five and of course last year twenty twenty. Yeah. And so they can't retire Greek alphabet names. It would just be the name say alpha and then the year so alpha 2020 or 2005 or alpha 2020 um the only ones that they uh retired this year that were greek um let's see here uh ada and let's see was it ada and iota i have to to double check those uh but uh yeah so i think those are the ones that yeah uh hurricane laura of course uh ada iota those were all um retired and so wait 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 they don't even use the entire 26-letter alphabet with the regular names, do they? No, because you have to have enough names that they can be uh, recycled every six years. So, for example, you're not going to get a Z name. So there's not going to be six Z names, or even you need more than six, but at least six that you can have. And so if one of them gets bad and retired, you have to have another one waiting in the wings for it. And if you don't have that enough of them because you know how many z names do you know zaratustra um, that's an opera thus <laughs> thus speak zaratustra so there's one you know they never thought of that one Zeon, right. zeno zumo uh zebra or whatever yeah, yeah now you're starting yeah so yeah, I'll make them up, all huh? the names are on a six-year six-year rotation so if it doesn't get retired in six years you'll have it again uh you know like for example we had katrina retired after 2005 was replaced with the name katia um, so there's always a replacement name ready to go if that if one of those letters get retired. So when you go into Greek, you can't just retire Alpha because that's a letter of the alphabet. Like, oh, we're never going to use Alpha again. Um, but like you well, said, you could do Alpha 2020. Well, Alpha 2020, right. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So instead of doing that, there was a lot of, I guess, from what the research did and whatever, how they do this. 
the World Meteorological Organization over in Europe has, they're the ones that pick the names, you know, try to get all the ethnic backgrounds and everything involved with that. And so they say, they claim that there was a distraction of the communication for the, between if the hazard it was the hurricane and storm warnings, and there was a lot of confusion between that. I don't buy so that So that was argument. the rationale for discontinuing all those great names. I am not buying that at all. For one thing, I'll tell you the truth, it would be better if they used Greek alphabet with a year behind it because, you know, I got people down here, and I still have to go, no, Betsy was in 65, Kermia right. was in 69, the great hurricane of 1947 before they started, you know, naming them, naming them. all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it's like if it's, if it's Alpha 2020, well, then there you go. Well, we'll right. know people because it was in 2020. So they decided, there's, there's quote experts over there decided to do that. They came up with this new supplemental list that they'll use forever. Now, I guess, you know, it, it'll just be again, I think uh, Adria, A-D-R-I-A is the A name. So if we get to that far, Braylon would be uh, the second one. Um, and so it, when they get to those, you know, that's where it'll be. And it'll follow under the same lines of a regular list name. So if... Adria this year becomes worthy enough to be retired. They'll have another A name to go in its place. And, the yet, and then people are going to go, well, I mean, it's an A name. So when did it come in June? No, it came in, in December right, or something right. like that. Because so, you know, yeah, that's, that's what gets, what gets me about it. Dave. Uh, I, their art, their argument to me is, uh, is, is, is BS is what it is because you can, you, you, when I hear an A name, well, I knew it came in the early part of the year. Or at least it, mm -hmm. you know, it came before July. That's a place. Right, because it's the first name. I mean, that's it was a subtropical system that came in April or May. Which you know, we this is now, right now through you know before hurricane season starts. Sometimes we start getting some of these lows in the Atlantic that don't really hit land, but they do develop and they can cause problems out there and become a subtropical or a hybrid type storm, part tropical, part not tropical. And every year, I think for the last, I think it's six, five or six straight years. We've had a name storm before the actual hurricane season starts. Oh, my God, climate change. Oh, no, we're all going to ah! die. We're so, going to surf to Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least I'm not on the coast anymore. No, hey, no, you got nothing to worry about over there. You just <laughs> i got elevation here. I'm sitting up a couple hundred feet compared to you guys. Uh, but, no, it's so, you know, it's there's obviously been many more name storms lately. Part of this is due to the technology is much greater we can see farther out in the i mean when you go back to the 60s i mean we had satellites but they were not like they are today i mean we could we could hear see different things that are out there but didn't have a great feel of how strong they were i mean unless it was obvious there's a storm with a big eye in the middle of the yeah. atlantic that you can clearly tell was a hurricane uh, but a lot of these weaker storms like if you remember beginning of last year I, what the first I'd have to go back and look. Eight to ten storms were all tropical storms. Yeah. They're all weak. They yeah. didn't do much. There were some rainmakers. I think one or two uh, either hit or brushed by part of the coastal areas, and they didn't do much. Um, and that's why we had to go to the Greek alphabets, man. Right. You know? well, but they were. Why, why? But they were actually tropical systems. They they fulfilled the requirements needed to be a fully tropical system when area low pressure coming through. You know, and as it moved in, um, you know, it had the wind speeds. It had the rights core of it was all warm core it, it had the circulation with it everything was right they just didn't strengthen i mean it was too early in the season they just weren't these beasts type storms we had later you know when we get to august september october and then we had those huge storms of course from laura and um 
into some of the other ones that came through mm-hmm. Delta, you know, that hit Louisiana, of course, Zeta, which right over top of New Orleans. I mean, first time an eye of a hurricane went over New Orleans since, uh, I can't remember the, you know, maybe it was Camille or not Camille, uh, Betsy, um, in 65. So yeah, I mean, it was, that's a long time since New Orleans had an eye right over top of the city. Yeah, I know. Our power close. was out here for a week at our house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we too. I had five, six days power, no power. I mean, it's just like, all right, the only good thing was it was, the end of October, so yeah. it wasn't hot. No, you know? well, that's why I got a generator, though. But I ain't gonna get into that. But <laughs> well, but the thing of it is, too, um, Dave. Well, actually, I'm coming up against the clock. I want to pick it up here when we get back. But it's like, you know what? I mean, maybe they need to raise the standard of a storm before it gets a name, instead of going pissing through ten names before we even get to, to July. You know. But we'll t- we'll pick it up there. Dave Nussbaum is my guest. He's over in Alabama. Uh, he's got a banjo duct tape to his knee. I imagine every time you go on set, you gotta, they gotta shoot you from the waist up, huh, Dave? <laughs> no, look at him. Oh my God, he's going to Louisiana. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about the the new storm names for the hurricane season, and why I think are stupid. Go back to the Greeks, and and again, call it because, like I said before, you can have a hurricane, Hurricane Hugo. Well, that hit the Carolinas, but that you know, I don't remember the year of it. But if you had a storm called Gamma twenty nineteen. I'm going to know that it, how far down the list it was, and it hit in 2019. But we're going to pick it up here when we get back here on Spikecast Podcast, talking out my ask with Dave Nussbaum back right after this. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem, home team elevation. End the worry, stop insurance rate hikes, get your flooding problem fixed now with the home team advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the home team, you're the MVP, so don't wait, elevate with home team elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222, or go to hometeamelevation.com. Getting older and feeling your age? The sad truth is, guys, you don't have to be getting up in age to lose that pep in your step. Sometimes you just need a little kickstart to get the juices flowing. So don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic. At the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic, Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you and send you to the gym. The proper testing and diagnosis will put you on the path to being your old self again. Or better yet, your new self again. Go to the Mope Clinic. MopeClinic.com. M-O-P-E Clinic.com to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Spud here. You know, the last couple of years, I got to be buddies with attorney Mike Brandner, the guy Gambit readers have voted the state's best lawyer two years running. Yeah, he, he's been on that super lawyers list longer than I can remember. But you don't make it number one on those lists because you have witty commercials. You make it because you treat your clients like they're number one. And that's what Mike Brandner does. His clients are like his friends. He helps them through the tough times until he can get them a big check from the big insurance companies. So if you're in a wreck, get the big guy in your corner. Get Mike Brandner. 345-1111. And we're back talking with meteorologist Dave Nussbaum, who uh, searched for greener pastures over in Birmingham and went, man, how much sulfur can you burn in a day? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just teasing. That's a steel mill town, or it used to be anyway. Yeah, it used to be Pittsburgh of the South. I mean, I'm from Pittsburgh originally, and uh, there's a lot of things around here because uh, the steel mill was here. This is where all the iron ore and everything was found in the South, and it literally look like pittsburgh but down here and uh that's more or less all gone they still do the mining and stuff down here yeah. but um the, but, the, the refineries and factories and the steel mills they're gone like they are in pittsburgh so um you know there's a lot of history uh with that and just kind of neat if yeah. you like elevation there's plenty of it here and uh, yeah, we, we've actually um 
we not, I never shot anything in Birmingham. I, I don't think I ever played a club there when I was doing stand-up on the road. But we've been through there and stopped there for the night, you know, a couple of times. And, uh, you know, like, like got a hotel room early enough and went out and had a nice dinner and just drove around and had a look-see. Yeah, it, it's, it's a pretty town. And it's not mountainous, but it's certainly, you know, compared to when my ears pop just going over the twin span. So <laughs> <laughs> driving uh, driving around Birmingham is actually kind of pretty. It's a, it is a nice town. And it it's is, got that it Randy is. Newman song. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, and I traded in hurricanes for tornadoes. And, uh, yeah, what, 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 you're not in tornado out. I mean, that's not like it's there more over there than there are down here. But this is not like Oklahoma, where if you stand on a beer can, you can see the lights of Chicago. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not it's not the Great Plains. It's it's hilly and such. Doesn't that bust them up a little bit or what? Well, it's 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 the nickname uh, is this technically called Dixie Alley. Right. And Dixie can be used, of course, you know, however you want to do that with today's political stuff. But uh, that's the nickname it gets. And there have actually been more tornadoes and stronger tornadoes here in the last, say, 20 years than they have been out in the Great Plains. Really? Um, and it's just it's just the timing of the year. It's different. Like we're right in the heart of tornado season here right now. And it goes till about mid-May, and then it shifts its way toward Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, those areas. And they get it from the end of May all the way through um, June and then to July yeah. before it shifts back to the north. Anyway, but it's just that warm, humid air comes up from the Gulf of Mexico. You get a front coming in, cold air behind it. The, it just kind of it sits right over the area, and you know, voila, we got ourselves tornadoes. And in eight days here, we had I think it was thirty-six tornadoes in eight days. Um, four of them were pretty big tornadoes. One of them was uh, over a mile and a half wide. Um, you know, we we did lose. Unfortunately, uh, a few lives were lost here uh, with the last event on March 25th. Yeah. But, um, and those were days, there weren't many that day, but when they were, they were ginormous. And yeah. uh, they were on the ground for 40, 50, 80, 90 miles on the ground. Um, so <clears throat> they did a lot of destruction. So that, that's kind of nerve-wracking uh, because it was a hurricane. Okay, hurricane's coming. We know it's coming. We know it's coming. Okay, it's here. Okay, it's getting bad. Okay, yeah. it's gone. Here, it's like, we can get tornadoes today somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, in the state will get them. Yeah, they, or, but you know. Yeah, it's, it's because they they just jump up out of the blue. The thing of it is, like a big enough hurricane, there's tornadoes within hurricanes. You know, right. so yeah, they they're both. I don't want to ride out any more of them. Although, no. I, you know, I mean, I I got a generator, I got a hundred year old house and a three hundred year old oak tree over me, and it's like unless it's <laughs> going to be a strong three, I ain't going nowhere no more. I'm tired of the tired well, of the tree survived how many hurricanes and you know this tree. I mean, good, <laughs> more than you can count because it's 300 right. years old you know um but the uh now man I, I was just sitting there picturing all these images oh i know what it was i saw this ad um like on facebook and it's like a bed but you know if it's a hurricane it's a tornado bed it's like a, a thing if you you press a button and it raises up it's like three levels high it's kind of like a like a little impervious room that you climb into in case of a, a tornado i mean does everybody have huh. some kind of tornado you know place to, to hide in or a safe room or a basement or some kind of stuff like that i mean is that yeah, kind of they, like standard up there yeah i mean uh even with our house here i mean sure we have a basement most of the homes here have basements and they need to be below ground of course uh, and if you don't they now have companies that come in and say like the closet in your master bedroom you can have it outfitted with steel walls yeah and so then that's where your safe place will be if there's a tornado. And 
with all the ones we've had here recently, you know, we tell you lowest level of your home, interior bathroom or closet. And there have been families who squished into a closet, closed the door, and the only thing left standing was that closet. And they were all fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest thing is that everyone's getting the messaging. Like, you know, this is no joke. We're going to have tornadoes. You need to know what you need to do. Have your plan in place. Take shelter, yeah. so on and so forth. And, yeah. and they have. I mean, you know, get out of mobile homes. Don't live, Don't stay in a mobile home. They're not safe. They'll roll over and get destroyed. And, you know, well-built homes are fine, you know. If you can find a place to be, go stay with family for the day. And then the big thing is, you know, we're telling people, be a hero. Pick up the phone, call your friend who might be in the path of tornado and tell them to get in shelter. Yeah. Over here. Okay, it's hurricane season. Make sure you got your get out of Dodge plan and your, you know, you got three days yep. of water or five days of water. You got batteries, the whole, you know, the whole shebang. But that's the thing. That's the big difference. You know, we're going to yep. know whether it hits the Gulf and then y'all can just go, here comes a big thunderstorm and there may be. 20 tornadoes in there there may be one gigantic one yeah that's and yeah i'll stay down here thank you because I, I pay a lot <laughs> less for crawfish than you do so yeah yeah yes you do <laughs> eh, well life in the fast lane too so when i mean it's like um in the prep for one because i've never been in a tornado i've had a small one hit probably 50 yards away Knocked limbs down, knocked a small tree down, and kind of walked across the railroad tracks right right down the street from where I live. And then there was one on airline. Um, I mean, the the and and of course you got to hear the redneck go, man. They say it sounds like a train. I didn't hear no no train. <laughs> what does it sound like, Dave? I mean, when a big one's coming at you, what does it sound like? It does sound like if you you buy the tracks there and and you know and the whatnot. You know when the engine comes up upon the the tracks, that roar you hear. It's just a lot louder. Well, it's not. It gets louder like that. That's what the winds. It's just the wind is what you're hearing. Yeah, but it doesn't. The thing Uh, of it is, my, my, you know what? I'm not. Those train tracks, the trains go very slow. That's not like. Well, they do. Yeah, I'm not zooming by. So, I mean, if I'm by a train track and the train's coming by at 50, 60 miles an hour, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, so go down the way toward, you know, down airline highway over by the airport where the trains go a lot faster there. Um, You know, when you get past the rail yard there over by. and River Ridge and that way, um, you know, that's what it is, you know, and you, I, you hear the, the engines, like real loud war they make when they come upon, you know, where you're standing. Yeah. I've never, I've never been in one of all the stuff I have experienced in my life. I've never been close enough to one that I heard that kind of such, but, and also when they're coming though, you don't run around open in the windows. I mean, I've heard people say, open the window. No, <sighs> no, you don't want to do that. No, it the, the pressure, they, 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 they came out, I think, I don't know what it was, seventies, eighties to do that. And, you know, there was quickly debunked that said, you know, no, don't waste your time opening windows. The pressure inside your home is the same as it is outside the window. If a tornado is going to hit your house, it's going to destroy you regardless if the windows are open or closed. Yeah. Um, you know, they have said in recent times to close doors to bedrooms and rooms because it will give a stronger hold to your wall. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know if there's any proof to that or not, but I've heard that up here. People say close all the doors to your house and all the rooms to make it more structurally stable. Um, I don't you know. know. I mean, that's why you hear about climb under a desk, and that's why I t- I t- what brought it up was that that thing I saw on Facebook, where it like it's a it's a bed, it's like a queen size bed or king size uh-huh. bed, and you turn a key and it's plugged in and it stacks up, you know, comes up like three stacks, and it's a metal box, and you open up a door and you climb up in there, so your bed's on the top and you're surrounded with this with this box, it's under your bed all the time. If it works and it's strong enough to withstand, you know, those type of winds, you know, 130, 50 mile an hour winds, you know, cool. 
as long as that again, as long as it's on the lowest level of your home, if it's if it's on your second story of your house, <laughs> it's whenever it hits. I don't think it matters. You're gonna be bouncing around in that thing. You're gonna be thrown. <laughs> yeah, scary. What do you tell? Uh, so 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 uh, you know, what do you tell your friends up there when they ask you what it's like living in New Orleans? Well, I said you guys don't have any good food here compared to New Orleans. They don't look at you, you dirty. Know? And uh, they're all like, oh, yeah, I've never been down there. I'm like, we need to go. Go visit it. You know, once COVID settles down, go visit. Have a good time. Just be careful. Uh, you know. And, and, go in uh, group and stay where the lights yes. are. If you don't right. see other people around, you don't want to be there. You don't want to be there, right? And, and, and I hate that for this city. It's such a great city. And the yeah. fact that the crime and all that's going on, and that's another story. But anyway, you know, it's like, it's funny. So tell me, you need to go. You need to go visit it. You need to walk around, go to Uptown, you know, go to the park, go, go, take, in, go ride in a streetcar, yeah. you know, and, you know, it, it's, it's something you need to visit and do. Get some great food. And, you know, I'm glad to see things are starting to open up more down there, you know, and get their yeah, local businesses I just, I more mean, and more. Yesterday I talked to Becker Hall, and they're uh, opening up Hogs with a Cause. And, yeah. Uh, and, and they were giving you permission to do like 11,000 people. And he said, well, we're going to do half that. I said, oh, come on, bullshit, man. Do do like eight, 9,000, you know. I can understand you want to <laughs> cut it back. But, and he went, and he goes, maybe because their, their tickets sold out so fast, people are so anxious to get back to festivals oh, and things like that. I you know, I said, open it up. You know, well, we got tickets left. I'm going, add 10%, you know, cut cut yourself off at, at 80 or 8,500, something like that. So don't 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 limit the number of people. They're chomping at the bit. They're going nuts. They're all, they're all cabin fevered out. Oh, know? yeah. So, and they I mean, a food. lot of people are getting vaccinated now. I mean, you know, hopefully that works well and that should help, you know. And, sure. um, you know, things are starting to open up here. There's a big country music concert up in Coleman, Alabama coming. We have, uh, you know, the big season just south of Birmingham's and uh, Chilton County, town of Clanton, the big peaches they make, they have oh, there, yeah. big festivals they have oh, there. Peaches, and, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's fruit season. I mean, strawberry season down there right now. You know, Ponchatoula is probably. Uh, oh, there you. Know, Maureen, Maureen just got two two big, uh, like like not pints, uh, the double sized pint can do. We didn't get a flat, but okay, big, just yeah. big, oh. big, big, gigantic Ponchatoula strawberries. Oh, I love those strawberries. Oh. I miss those. Yeah, she mixed up some kind of cream last night, and you just dip that strawberry in the cream, and we had chocolate graham crackers. And Ooh. Yeah, I had to take a double dose of insulin, but by God, it was, <laughs> it was good. It was good, Dave. Anyway, well, I appreciate you taking the time. I got to tell you that we miss you down here, you know, but I'm glad Aww. you're doing well, and I'm glad the family's happy, and I hope you got a nice, strong basement. And if you ever make it down here, give me a buzz, man. We'll, we'll, we'll throw something in the pot. Definitely, we're definitely going to get some good next come down there, get some more good food, and uh, say hi to everyone for me that you see over at church or wherever else, and uh, yeah. we'll catch up soon. I'll do that. Take care. Dave Nussbaum, formerly of WWL. Where are you at now? What? what, what? CBS 42. Damn, that's w- way up. IAT TV. CBS 4 to CSBS 42. Okay. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Just luck. added a two on the end. There we go. All right, baby. <laughs> All right, wrapping up the podcast right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Bud here. Do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hairdryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 
947-3392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, Dave Nussbaum doing well over there in Alabama, trading in hurricanes for uh, tornadoes, and uh, kind and happy thoughts for him and his family. Anyway, uh, more uh, Spudcast tomorrow, but in the meantime, you can find me on Red Circle, Spotify, uh, Public Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, I'm on Stitcher, and you can find me on Twitter at SpudGotDat. You can also find me on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and The Big TZ. If you'd like to be a sponsor of the Spudcast, I can always use another sponsor. Or if you want this thing emailed directly to you, contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow, but till then, I'm a gone pecan. <laughs>